0: Hello everybody. Welcome to our radio show. We're pleased to be with you today. It's a very nice, cool fall day in northern Nevada, and I'm enjoying living here just like I have for the past 18 years. Seems like I just got here, but you know what? I'm living here longer than most people, it seems like, because more and more people are moving to northern Nevada. They're coming not only from California, but from many states in the country because Nevada has a lot to offer a very cool place to be. If you own real estate in Nevada, congratulations. You need to take care of it. Maybe you can buy more. Continue to grow with our state. If you don't own real estate in northern Nevada, you tune into a great show today because we have two people that can help you make a great decision when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Joining us today, the Wealth Protection Diva, Sherry Hill, President and CEO of Sage International. We're going to talk about investment property and cash. A lot of people have cash They might have it in a box. They might have it in their drawer. They might have it in the mattress. I know a lot of people are sitting on cash for a variety of reasons. How can you put that cash to work? Sherry's going to talk to us, give us a few ideas. Also today, the Cushing team is pleased to send Brian Cushing to our show from Guild Mortgage. Brian is a senior loan officer, runs a great team there. We're going to be talking about what's happening in the mortgage world when it comes time to finance a property primary residence or investment property. We're also going to look at the most recent statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. You'll be surprised about some of the numbers that we see here, we're going to share them with you after this quick message.
1: Heritage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com.
0: You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on the Lotus Broadcast Station, 1180 AM Radio. We've been on the air for 13 years now. I think it's almost 14. My gosh, we lose track of time. But having a great time helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. If you're looking to sell real estate You better have those carpets cleaned. I always recommend you talk to Jack Whiteley from CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. And if you have pets, you'll be pleased to know that CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, they are pet stain specialists. They love the little critters, and they'll take care of the carpets that they love to prance on every single day. Call CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, 829-1551, and tell them Peter sent you with me to the radio show today. Sherry Hill from Sage International. Welcome to our show, Sherry.
2: Thank you, Peter. Always a pleasure.
0: Pleasure to have you here, too. You're enjoying the nice uh, fall weather. We're really kind of kind of warm really nice finally again
2: after yeah doing do some of those last minute chores just put up some gutters hoping <laughs> for some good rain this year
0: oh my gosh the gutters <laughs> you're praying for rain I guess right you can use them I'm sure at least what once a year
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they look good <laughs>
0: they look great and you're prepared hey with us in the studio today also is Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage welcome back to the show Brian thank you it's good to see you here
1: yeah happy to
0: be back are you enjoying the fall weather yourself? A lot of good things going on, it seems like.
1: I love it. I, I use the seat heater in the morning in the car, and then by lunch, you got to have the air conditioner yeah, on because yeah, it's starting to heat back up again the, end of the day. It feels good. Yeah, you can see the
0: whole thing. I noticed that you're wearing a really cool uh, little ribbon lapel button. Share with us and our listeners what that's about.
1: Yeah, it's uh, October's Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Month. Uh, Real Men Wear Pink is a, a group that I've been involved with for a few years, and so I'm, I'm wearing the pink lapel pin. I've got some pink in my socks, pink in my shirt. Yeah. you look good. Thank <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> so, have you ever heard the saying, the phrase, "You're in the pink"?
1: Um, yeah, I
0: have. It means it's a good thing, you know. Yeah. So I've, I'm always glad to be in the pink. It's a good, and I love the Pink Panther. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, October every year, and it's an important thing to think about because. Look, we all have wonderful women in our lives, and we have to take care of them in every single way, and sometimes just bringing awareness to the problems that women are having puts more focus and more financial and help effort to to resolve those issues. And breast cancer, what a horrible thing. I'm hoping that we can eradicate it forever someday. Glad you're with us and talking about that to us with us today, Brian. But you're a loan officer. You
1: run your own team
0: at Guild Mortgage. Let our listeners know a little bit about that company.
1: Yeah, well, let's see. So... Um, I've been with Guild Mortgage for seven years and I've uh, been able to develop and, and grow uh, loan officers that work with me. So we work as a team, meaning uh, we're all licensed loan officers, everybody mm-hmm. that works um, you know, and helps people uh, throughout the process of the loan. Um, they need to have the, the licensing and the, the understanding about what they're you know, putting people into, which is pretty serious financial obligation, so that we help people do that.
0: With the uh, mortgage meltdown that everybody talks about or some people talk about, that happened right around, what, 2007, 2008. It put a lot of focus on the mortgage lenders themselves, making sure that they were adequately trained and then making sure that they were adequately communicating the important facets of getting a mortgage to their clients. That's, a, I think, the consumer... Uh, Finance Bureau put that together. Yes. And those rules are still as rigid as ever, I believe, right? Uh, they're just as rigid. Yeah. yeah. It's so all yeah. the licensing requirements, like you talked about, they not only extend to the loan officers, but to your entire team.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people that touch the loans, um, You know, the, the underwriters don't necessarily need to be a licensed loan officer because that's what they're doing there. They're the stopgap between the loan officer who wants to make sure it goes through and the actual rules that or the guidelines that mm-hmm. we have to follow.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, Sherry Hill, you and I were talking not long ago with a gentleman uh, and he had a lot of cash in his pockets. And one of the things I want to talk with you about is you know what kind of a problem or what kind of problems is he looking at in the future if he just remains sitting on that cash? What are the, the benefits? But before we get there, make sure our listeners know about you and your company share with us about Sage International.
2: well been in business now 26 years. Wow. And have been working with real estate investors all across the world for as many years. Mm -hmm. And so a huge chunk of our clients are real estate investors investing in all 50 states. So I have great advantage to understand what's going on around our country, pockets where you do have the ability to invest if you want to be a real estate investor, Mm -hmm. what's going on, what's trending, what's changing. And so there's just a lot of interesting things going on. A huge facet of what's going on now as a real estate investor are the short-term rentals. So the Airbnbs, and so I can take a property and instead of having one tenant in there paying once a month, I can move that property and short-term rental it and probably 10 times the amount of money I can collect. However, there are some pitfalls with that, which I'll be happy to share another day. <laughs>
1: well, I
0: don't know about, you know, there's so many opportunities in real estate, but you're right. There are uh, challenges that you have to be on the lookout for because they can turn a great deal into a bad deal. My name is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. With me in the studio today, I have Sherry Hill. Sherry is the president and CEO of Sage International. Also with us in the studio, Brian Cushing. And Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild mortgage here in northern Nevada and we're talking about real estate you know that's really what's cooking it seems like every year Uh, you know politics comes and goes movie stars come and go and sports figures come and go but real estate it's always there There's always somebody wanting to buy somebody to sell some people talk about well you know they when is the best time to buy when's the best time to sell I mean does anybody really know I like to think the best time to buy is when you need to buy (laughs) the <laughs> best time to sell is when you need to sell. but Sherry, when it comes to investment property, you don't really need that, but it's a way you grow your business, right?
2: Right, and it is a business. So depending on how you want to invest and where you want to invest and who you want to invest with, a lot of decisions around that – And I know there's, you know, all kinds of companies that show up and they're going to show you how to be a a flipper in 48 hours. What they don't tell you is they're going to suck away your entire down payment Mm -hmm. in their coaching programs. And so, really, it's it's understanding your market and are you cut out to be a real estate investor? It is not for everybody.
0: You know, it really is a business, Sherry. And I think a lot of people think that all you do is put the money down, you get your Real estate investment, and then you rent it out, and you start making the money. But you know what happens when things break down? What happens when you have repairs that are due? What happens if uh, taxes change? I mean, you really do have to plan for all of those things. You plan not so much for the worst, but plan for the activity that goes with owning real estate. Sometimes the toilet gets clogged at midnight, and if your tenant is very unhappy, guess who he's going to call? Right,
2: right. In most so cases, that's why call there's you. there's a lot of options and. Like I say, right now in the Reno market, it's pretty tough to be a real estate investor because the values of the properties are high. There's, you know, however, if you get outside of our area, there are other places in our state that are uh, rocking and rolling and Mm -hmm. some great opportunities. Yeah,
0: not only in our state, but in other parts of the country. Well, Mm -hmm. let's talk more about those other areas that you like uh, a little bit later on the show but we're actually talking about using money to leverage right yes and when you have cash you can put that money to work if you don't have cash you can get a mortgage and put that money to work under the right circumstances Brian Cushing is with us from Guild Mortgage Brian tell us how does somebody get started in getting cash getting a mortgage for investment property
1: well I mean there's it's just that we just said it. Leverage. I mean, the the mortgage is leverage against the the asset, the property. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, one of the first things before you get into buying a investment property, you should probably put the roof over your head first. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I always love when people talk about how much their house is worth, but if you sell it, where are you going to go? Right. Uh, and then. I'm seeing a lot of folks take the, the equity that they're actually building in their primary residence and they're leveraging that in some cases to get into the investment property or, mm-hmm. or taking the first home that they bought as a first-time home buyer that's in uh, an area that maybe they don't want to stay in that you know area or that home for the long run. Uh, but if, if, it's, if they bought in 2011, it's gone up. Some of them have doubled in value. So you can take some leverage there and then buy and turn that into a rental. Uh, or if you're an investor just straight buying an investment property, I mean a fifty percent down, thirty percent down loan. Uh, you can turn over still a great profit. I think in Northern Nevada, mm-hmm. when you talk about just the cash flow, you got to pay the mortgage, you got to pay the property taxes, the insurance. But the cash that you're going to bring in on t- above and beyond that, you can fill your coffers, so to speak, and you know keep keep a reserve aside. There's going to be those bumps in the road. You're going to have the toilet plug or, or worse, <laughs> summertime the air conditioner goes out. That's going to be a problem. You're going to hear all about it. Uh, when somebody
0: buys investment property, I know that when, the, unlike when they buy uh, primary residence, some of the rules are different uh, as far as the mortgage lending goes, and and just some of the some of the details of of property ownership. But what about home warranties? Can
1: you get a home warranty on investment property? Do you know that, the answer to that question? I believe you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that I know hundred percent. I'm, I'm sure. Well, so home warranty is basically an insurance policy. Right. And there's all, I'm sure there's an insurance for basically everything, anything you hmm. want to buy. Um, I know some great people in the home warranty world. I'd probably call them up uh, mm-hmm. as an audible here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I would think so. Uh, I,
0: you know, I think, and I believe you're right, because insurance is just for that. And, and there's insurance available for, for all kinds of situations and all kinds of real estate. But the work that Sherry Hill does, I know, is sometimes looked at as insurance because you have to protect your real estate. You have to protect your business. Let's talk about how you protect investment property that you own or you're going to own after this quick message. We'll be right back. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care.
1: Michelle Hulbert I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets
2: look after he's completed them.
0: Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery. Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com.
2: Extraction Jackson. He's the best. I need a-
0: and we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good t- time to tune into our show today. I was talking with a realtor just a couple of days ago, and he has been one busy fella. He's got homes all over northern Nevada that he's listing, helping people make great sales. And the reason? He's an awesome realtor. I recommend that you talk to Dan Ryder. Dan Ryder is the broker at Nevada Home Connections. If you want somebody that really knows the area, he's the one because he's lived here all his life in northern Nevada. And he knows every single part of it, what it used to look like, what it looks like now, and probably what it's going to look like in the future. Before you lay down a big amount of cash or decide to sell your home for what you think is a big amount of cash, make sure you're making the right move because your next move should be your best move. Call Dan Ryder at Nevada Home Connections, 742-3376 and tell Dan that Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I've got Brian Cushing here. He's from the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage. Hope you're doing well today, Brian. Enjoy being here. Excited to be here. Also with us, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry, I'm glad you're with us too. We were talking on the last segment as we went into break about, well, insurance, kind of with quotes. How do you protect yourself uh, when you get into the point where you're getting more property, when you have more Real estate, is a standard way to do it, just buy more insurance?
2: No. That's the second line of defense. Second so line of what? In the real estate investing world, we have several tools that we use, certainly limited liability companies. In quite a few states, I've been moving more into the series LLCs, mm-hmm. which I really love because of their how they're made up. Sometimes, depending on the type of investing you're doing, we'll use S-Corps. If you're fixing and flipping or you're doing the short-term rentals, there's reasons for that. Mm -hmm. However, just to own real estate in your personal name, excluding your personal residence, your Mm -hmm. personal residence you need to have in your own name, hopefully with a living trust or something behind it. But um, we definitely want to protect because it's all about liability exposure and so true asset protection is isolating those streams of income isolating those liabilities from everything else you own and so you've got to have a solid foundation as an investor to protect and preserve all that you're working hard to create and then we have to look at the tax side Mm -hmm. so you know there's a lot of components that go into it
0: so if somebody owns a franchise of a hamburger joint or a clothing store or a retail store um they're going to go through a certain process you know to get a business license to get a building to hire employees to get the, the social security all the i mean you know it's a it's a it's an hr i don't want to say nightmare but it's an hr load there's a lot of things to do when you own real estate it doesn't seem like you have all of those things but there is still the elements, the basic elements of business that you have to follow. You have to, I would imagine, your goal needs to be to make a profit, right? Oh yes. (laughs) On your real estate and then hopefully grow it and so that you can continue to grow the business and that means maybe buying more property down the road, another second property or a third property because you're saying you're getting cash flow from each one of these properties and that's really what you're protecting more than the property itself, right? You're protecting that, that cash flow coming into your business because you need it. That's what keeps the lifeblood well, you're, of your business. You're
2: protecting the equity and the cash flow. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all of it. That's why we're investors, is we're trying to build up a portfolio of assets. And, but now you have tax issues if you go to sell. So, you know, I always tell people there's a thousand ways to skin this investment cat. And so you've got to understand, you know, what you're doing, where you're doing it, what's your end goal. You know, there's a lot of people that are investors in real estate. They're reaching a certain age. They're tired. They don't want to fix those toilet tanks anymore. And so how do you get out of the game? And so there's just, you know, a lot of ways to to work it, think about it, and plan for it.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason people talk about real estate investing in Northern Nevada, I think a lot of people say they just love the area so much. And it's just such a cool place to be and prices are moving up in the right way. But uh, the reality is, it really is about your future. You're really putting money into an investment so that you can, I mean, it's, for many people, it becomes their retirement. It becomes the way that they can continue to get cash flow into their elder years. And that's a good thing. You know, I hate to see anybody struggle, but what a great way to, to move into a retirement is if you have some cash flow coming in from properties. And I'm encouraging anybody who has not started with investing in real estate in whatever way shape or form there's so many ways to visit with Sherry Hill from Sage International Sherry, in case anybody wants to reach you I've got all your contact information going up onto our website but give us the phone number real quick in case somebody wants to call after the
2: show 786-5515
0: all right I know you can help a lot of good folks also with us in the studio Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage Brian you do a lot of mortgages for people looking to buy homes in northern nevada just curious to know is there a, a, a ratio between investors that you think about or versus primary residence buyers uh, what does it look like out there
1: um. Well, I mean, I think we, we talked about cash earlier. I mean, for a long time, we've seen a lot of cash coming into the market and buying up property. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I don't get to handle a lot of those. So. Unfortunately, yes, they yeah, don't finance so with the there's cash. There's been a good chunk of that, actually. So on the, mm-hmm. the financed side, um, I think I see more of the primary residences. And I mm-hmm. mentioned this earlier about just someone... A lot of folks getting into real estate in general start with their primary residence, right. and then if they do have a, f- a future aspiration to hold a lot of real estate, I mean, they can start by owning it for two years and then turning it to a rental. Uh, and you know, if you plan correctly, time it right. I mean, I have some people want 15-year mortgages, but if you have a 30-year mortgage, you can space your time out a little mm-hmm. bit better. Mm-hmm. So,
2: Brian, just quickly, I mean, you know, like my industry with, you know, all the online filing services that I have to compete against, but I don't really compete because they don't have 27 years of knowledge that I do. How is how is the business or the industry for you changed? Because, you know, you've got all these, you see it on television. I can just push a button and all of a sudden I've got a loan.
1: Click here. I said, what's that? That's <laughs> our whole uh, that's. The whole world seems to be trying to go to this like instant gratification. And um, the challenge there is there's some people are astute in this and they've bought lots of real estate. So they they might be able to click a button and, and have all their ducks in a row, but there's so many moving parts to it. So what I find is I mean, similar. I have 15 years of experience in, in mortgage lending and I've, I've lived through a really bad crash. Um, we've uh, mentioned to you a little while ago that you know during that time of the crash we i worked at a company where their business was selling brand new homes and uh they still sold homes even though the price was dropping every month they had to still build them we were all still employed there uh, but we came up with financing uh, incentives and packages and ways to to make it a, still a good uh, overall deal uh, while you know you had time for interest rates drop significantly that encouraged buying uh investors got great deals i mean you know even though you pay a little bit more in interest on as an investor on an investment loan, specifically, I mean, there's a down payment. You've, you've got to definitely have the wherewithal to, to qualify. Uh, but I think in when I first looked at mortgage, like handbooks teaching about mortgage in the late 90s, rates, all the examples were at 85 to 9%. Mm-hmm. And an investor can buy a home at 6%. Right. <laughs> like give me a break like Well
2: I I lived through the late 70s and the interest rates were 16%. So <laughs> That was your primary home. <laughs> wow. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> well it didn't seem like that I mean, at that kind of a rate, you you owe more money, right? But but
2: kind of back to my question. So I know that you know our society is getting conditioned this instant gratification. But you you know you have to sit down with people. You have to you know there's a process to get a loan, right? Absolutely. And so how how are you combating this idea that I can just push a button and all of a sudden I'm qualified? We know that can't be real.
1: Well, there's a combination. So uh, our company uh, embraces technology. We have a lot of technology. You can go online on my website and complete a loan application. You can literally take a picture of your driver's license, take a picture of your pay stub, upload it all to the site, but a human does have to touch those documents. So, uh, and then if if there's any kind of question, like let's say your income doesn't match up with your year-to-date income versus what you say that you make when you fill out the application, somebody has to like figure out why. Like, oh, I took a month off because I wanted to travel to Asia.
2: Mm -hmm, Oh, okay, mm
1: -hmm. well, we're gonna need an explanation behind that. And so uh, it's it's not that straightforward to where uh, my, I encourage everyone to meet me in person. I'd say 80 80 to 90% of my clients uh, all come and sit with me at some point in time. Uh, I met with a lady actually last night that went to one of those online companies, was super upset because she couldn't get a straight answer out of anybody. And they're in some kind of a high rise back east somewhere and she ultimately kicked him to the curb last week after I met with her the first time and came back in to sign her loan papers with me as a first-time homebuyer, buying her first little condo. You know, To her, it's everything. It's the biggest investment of her life. Yeah, you these know.
2: are big decisions, and, and if you don't understand the language... <laughs> and why, She's super qualified.
1: And yeah. why try to make those big
0: decisions over the phone or the Internet with a stranger? Look, I think the most important thing about working with somebody locally, especially when you're working with a mortgage, is because you're working with somebody that actually cares about doing it right and making sure that you meet your timetables. Like you say, there's a lot of moving parts and they have to fall in time and in the right place if you're already in contract especially, otherwise you could kill the deal. And I guarantee you, somebody from the internet or somebody from another part of the country or world that's working with you on your mortgage doesn't really care as much as somebody like Brian Cushing Brian they can run into you at the gas station the I grocery see him store, in Costco all the time and say hey Brian where are you with that loan I need and and you know you you know you got to live up to it right you're
1: you live here it's very important to work with somebody locally yeah. they there our neighbors there you go i mean <laughs> yes, literally that's right, yeah. um, you know and i see people in costco all the time and i can't remember everybody's name sometimes cuz i don't have my uh, computer in front of me but um, uh, it, it's it's exciting uh, and it's great to have the recognition and of seeing people that you know the struggles uh, sometimes the emotion mm-hmm. that went into mm-hmm. them buying the home in the first place mm-hmm. that in the end like i i get the most enjoyment out of calling them mm-hmm. 60 days after they close and hearing did they finish redoing the backyard that bug the them when they were you know buying okay. the house that they were just like didn't like this one feature so they were mm-hmm. gonna fix that and mm-hmm. so hearing those stories calling them a year after their closing and, and inviting them out to local events we've done events at the aces with with clients and, and mm-hmm. really it, being a community member with the, the people that uh, that do business with you is exciting
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's outstanding the work you're doing at guild mortgage we're going to look at what the most recent statistics are from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors a lot of surprises in these numbers coming through these are the most updated Uh, numbers for mid-October 2018. We'll look at that and more after this break. Raising bees is becoming more popular by the day. It's an interesting hobby that has tons of benefits, whether you're young or old, and most important, you can help save the bees. If you want to learn the how-tos of this entertaining and profitable pastime, come to the 2018 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through the 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. This conference helps beginning and advanced beekeepers keep up with the art and science of beekeeping in a fun and informative way. To register, go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on 1180 AM Radio in Northern Nevada. My name is Peter Padilla, your host here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. One of the things I love about owning a home in Northern Nevada, or anywhere in the world for that matter, is that I can do whatever I want. Well, as long as it's legal and all that good stuff, one of the things I like to do at my home is beekeeping. Yes, I'm a beekeeper, and so is my lovely fiance Sherry, we enjoy this as a Couple, and I know many people enjoy beekeeping as a family. It's really a cool, cool thing to do. Uh, you're giving into nature, you're helping nature, you're pollinating all of the flowers in your yard, your neighbors. I mean, the whole universe benefits from healthy honeybees, and that's what we talk about at the nevada state beekeepers conference it's coming up again second time 2019 in february and i'm encouraging you to get all the details so that you can join us see how much fun it is to be a beekeeper and meet the great people that are beekeepers there's a very special something about people that are beekeepers when you go to the nevada state beekeepers conference you're going to find out what that is and i guarantee you you're going to have a great time get all of the information at their website Nevada State beekeepers.org. Tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry, do you like beekeeping?
2: I do like beekeeping and it's a, a whole new language and industry and awareness that four or five years ago I did not have.
0: You know, I love beekeeping because I'm helping little tiny bees get a home it's like I feel like I'm in the real estate you are we tiny, are in the real estate you know, business. it's so tiny it's like <laughs> it's shaped like a six it's a <laughs> six-sided little house and that's where they live and oh it's just and there's thousands and thousands of them and then there's the honey oh my that's really why well that's one of the reasons I do it Sherry the honey well I noticed so good. Uh,
2: all of our neighbors their their plants and flowers looked even better this year <laughs> yeah, they sure did
0: they absolutely did and But
2: don't spray. We've got to make sure that people, no pesticides, okay? you really
0: want to be a great (laughs) beekeeper, remember that don't spray with chemicals. Don't fertilize with chemicals. Use all the natural stuff, and Sherry and I would be glad to chat with you about that. Of course, you can learn more at the State Beekeepers Conference, so I definitely want to go. Brian Cushing is with us from Guild Mortgage. Brian, are you... uh, Having a good time listening to us talk about bees? Yeah, well, I, I enjoy the local honey, so it sounds great to
1: me. You yes. know, if
0: you're not into bees, you know, some people think it's kind of weird, you know, because you want, really, insects? Is that what you're, well, I guess so. I'm an insect man, but it is a very cool thing to do. But you've really got to own your own home to do that, Brian, and, uh, you know, you don't want to be moving every few months if you're a beekeeper. Oh, I That's understand. hard on the bees, much yes. less the beekeeper. <laughs> so you've got to own a home. So let's talk about what's going on here in northern Nevada. We've got the most recent statistics from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Says that in the third quarter of 2018, Washoe County had 1,569 sales of existing single family homes. Now people talk about a housing shortage or can't find a home, hey, there you go. 1,569 homes were sold in the third quarter of this year. How does that compare to last year? a 20% decrease. Holy cats. That's like, um, how much would that be? It's about 300 less homes than last year and a 6% decrease from the previous quarter. What's going on, Brian? Do you think that uh, we're running out of houses? Can't Uh, build them fast enough? I don't think we're running out of houses. Uh, we just got to find the right balance. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's hard to do that when you've got people moving in really by the droves. I'm hearing about more and more people coming in. Absolutely. A buddy of mine was telling me that he can tell by looking at some of the moving companies. Look outside, see how the U-Haul trucks are looking, the other trucks, and uh, he says it's, it's there's no doubt about it. People are moving into reno in, in much greater numbers and they're moving out although people are still moving out you know it's, that that happens too yeah yeah uh, it says here that the median sales price for an existing single family residence again in washoe county same time period third quarter is three hundred and eighty thousand dollars and that's up nine percent from last year it's up just one percent from the second quarter what does this tell you does, brian are we still going in the right direction is it about where you would have
1: hoped it would be or thought it would be yeah, I mean, uh, we see. I mean, this is the median. So of all right. the home sales, you know, mm-hmm. that's the median sale. Right. Uh, I think anything under three eighty is still affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think even people can afford a four hundred thousand dollar house, but you probably need two incomes to do it. Um, two yeah. people can afford a four hundred thousand dollar house in most cases. In most right? cases, yeah, in I'd, in most I'd say cases, that's true. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So some people think about condos. You know, and when I first moved into Reno, I lived in a condo. I like loved the condo life. It, it's very secluded for one thing very little yard maintenance for another but I didn't like the HOAs you know that's a pretty good pretty good hit and it's in addition to your mortgage but let's look at what the median sales price of an existing condominium in Washoe same time period third quarter 2018 guess what $212,000 and that's up 15% from a year ago not quite as up in percentage wise as much as a home
1: but 212 that's still a pretty good price for a condo, uh, but you do have to think about the HOAs, right? Absolutely. And there's condos, and uh, I think kind of lumped in there, there's some that are townhouses. Yep. Um, and, you know, a lot of times that we see the townhouses uh, average a little bit lower cost on the HOA side, uh, where condos uh, typically have more amenities, we'll mm-hmm. say, like, you know, maybe you get a pool or a tennis court. Yeah. Um, or a workout room. Who knows, right? uh uh-huh. Um, so, and just kind of, I'm just looking at the spread here between 380 and the median single family and 212. I mean, let's say you have a 200, we'll say 225 a month in your HOA dues. Yeah. That's going to mean the difference in about $50,000 in price. Mm -hmm. If you were financing $50,000 more, you're talking about somewhere in that same neighborhood as the monthly payment difference. So that would still put you at a, you know, for a $212,000 condo buying a single family home. That's We'll say two seventy five.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at
1: two seventy five, you're a hundred thousand dollars below the median. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of advantage and a lot of. I remember my first house was a little. It was actually a townhouse. Mm-hmm. It, it was great. I didn't have to cut the grass. That was my favorite part starting out because uh, mm-hmm. I, I moved here from an area where you had to cut a lot of grass. Oh, right. <laughs> I I used to
0: cut a lot of grass Then I lived in the condo and I was so happy and now I'm. Cutting grass again yeah but But i love cutting grass
2: well but you know a lot of what's being built right now are apartments Mm -hmm. so we see just tons and tons of apartments going up which you know as a mortgage lender that's uh, kind of a good sign because you know quite a few of those people in a year or two are going to be ready to move into a home yeah
0: so if you have to rent that might be the way Mm -hmm. instead of well and the
2: rents aren't cheap
0: well but no, again you don't not. have that hoa and the whole idea is to get in there right. just for we while. right you have neighbors and then get on out. Every We've side. all got neighbors i have neighbors <laughs> now they're about 2 miles away and they're still noisy as all get out but at any rate the important thing to note is that really if you go to a condo you, i can't see that you're going to save a whole lot of money f- from buying a great deal on a small home and again you do you do have more yard work with a small home but I just think there's so much more opportunity there because a lot of people, look, they don't want to buy anything that has HOAs. I know many folks say, I'm not, if it's got an HOA, I'm out. I don't want to be in it. I don't want anybody telling me what, you have to, what I have to do. So uh, there is an option. However, um, it's something that you have to fit into your lifestyle. Let's look at maybe uh, something a little bit more specific in the North Valleys, and that would be you know, what Spanish Springs, Wingfield Springs, etc. Median sales price there is three hundred and ninety-eight thousand dollars, an increase of eleven percent from last year. That's actually about twenty what twenty-five thousand higher than the average in Washoe County, but it is pretty nice area up there. A lot of golf courses. I like that, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah a lot great. of traffic. A lot of traffic. Well, you know, when you got a lot of people going to a lot of places they love,
1: you (laughs) got to traffic. But you're right. I went to visit the Bay Area last weekend, and I'm going to tell you right now that every time I get a little bit, you know, caught up in my my traffic rants around here, I just take a trip to California. And we always say, uh, every time I've been, my wife, every time within the first day and a half is like, you know what, I'm positive that we're never going to move back to California. Yeah, yeah. me too. Spanish Springs is a little further to the
0: north. They had 495 sales of existing single family homes. And um, in, when looking at uh, that area, we're talking really about the Sparks median sales price. There, it's 355,000. Again, it's about the same amount of increase from last year as every other category, 11%. But 355, when you compare that with what's happening in the North Valleys, or in Reno itself, even the Washoe, it's probably the lowest, but you have to drive that far, right, Sherry, sure, and there's more traffic out there, but that is, uh, it's actually less than what I thought it would be for Spanish Springs. That's a beautiful area, a lot of people love it up there. Then there's, you got your own Costco, so. You no, know, you know Maybe
1: it. you don't even have to come down to Reno if you, yes. if you work out there. That well, way. that's just
0: it, when you live that far away, I mean, why, why mess with that drive, and uh, why not enjoy where you live? Uh, condos in Sparks, uh, similar. Uh, to what's happening in Reno, they're a, quite a bit less. They're at about $201,000, but that is a big increase from last year, 24%. Somebody discovered the condos were a great deal about a year ago, and I remember talking about that on the radio show, Sherry, is that the condos were way, way below what the homes were, and I thought they would get up a little bit more, but not nearly as much as this. It's really amazing. So, one of the things that we talk about and we offer to uh, our listeners and our guests to consider Brian is that when they are struggling to get a mortgage because they don't have quite enough income for the home they want here or the median home price or you know people just for whatever reason don't want to pay what is close to $400,000 for a home in northern Nevada we talk about some of the smaller rural areas and one of my favorite areas I'm thinking about getting a second residence there is in Fernley, Nevada it's real close to Reno when we come back from this break, we're going to be talking about Fernley, Nevada, where those home prices are compared to last year and how they compare to Reno, Sparks, and other parts of northern Nevada. It's going to be a shocker. We'll be right back. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening this is Peter Padilla your host here on Nevada real estate radio having a good time talking with friends about real estate real estate for investors and all sorts of great things going on here in northern Nevada I uh, am planning on going to a UNR game pretty soon Uh, my one of my uh, home state teams is coming for a visit Colorado State from Fort Collins I'm gonna be enjoying that also, I'm going to a, a dance party at uh, one of the uh, restaurants, one of the clubs there downtown. I think it's at Novi. I think that's going on tonight. We're going to be popping in there to check that out. Heck, it wasn't long ago that we had the motorcycles and the cars in town, and now we got Halloween upon us. Sherry, any plans for Halloween in
2: 2018? I love Halloween. So, <laughs> yes, it's always been my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even though it's not a holiday.
0: Yeah. Is still my favorite well it's also nevada <laughs> day right so it always
2: it well always it used day, to day. be nevada day but when i first moved here from cal because california huge every halloween was like party time mm-hmm. and then we, it was always a state holiday here so nobody got to dress up or anything <laughs> so i kind of one of those people that was very glad when they moved it to the last friday mm-hmm. and we could still have halloween so yes i dig it you get oh. to step into character oh man and i have a a a rule you get to either be sexy or dead or you can just be dead sexy
0: (laughs) all right i'm gonna make a note about that one And they celebrate Halloween all across the country still because I've seen a lot of pumpkin mazes and corn mazes and whatnot. Brian, have you seen those around town?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, all over our area. We actually, on our trip to California, went to Half Moon Bay and they have a pumpkin festival that mm-hmm. was pretty fantastic. Yep. We got there early to see the tide pools first, mm-hmm. and then went down to, the, to have a visit, and then they had a parade. Well, we didn't know what we were getting into. There was more. We got there early enough that we missed the traffic and we're just dumbfounded with how many people were in this little town in Half Moon oh, wow. Bay. and
2: then you're in a parade
1: Then uh, there was a parade oh well it, uh, it was actually one of those moments i've got little children so seven and nine years old yeah. so we hadn't really been out into like big you know crowded events with them on purpose you know, <laughs> and this was a little bit bigger than we were expecting we were walking along we were checking out all the craft tables uh there was a guy selling diffusers and my wife had bought one from the same guy at the genoa uh, candy dance one year, so she wanted to talk to him about some parts or something like that. And then next thing you know, we were like heading back, we're like thinking, okay, it's lunchtime, we had lunch, we're about to head out, and the parade finished. And the wave of people overcame us, and we like, I had my daughter holding hands, and she had my son, and we lost each other. Oh, and wow. there's so many people, the cell phone towers didn't work, so we couldn't even text each other. And it was like, okay, we got to go back to wow. the old days. I remember now, I remember growing up, there was no such thing as a cell phone. I mean, I think it was a big deal when I was 16 to have a beeper. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, when you go to a crowded place, you know, we would always say, okay, this is the central point. You get lost from the group, this is where we're going to meet. Mm-hmm. And we ended up meeting at the main corner where we'd gotten in there, but that was on accident. Mm-hmm. It kind of brought to mind why you should. Uh, you, know, you can't be guaranteed that a cell phone's always going to work. This is why Those people, devices the not people in great. the same
2: family in Disneyland all wear the same colored shirt, you know. <laughs>
1: exactly, <laughs> like, that's right.
2: <laughs> my dad would always
1: wear the neon colored hat. Yeah. you know, six <laughs> tall. He could always see him from a distance. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about real estate home values for investors, for primary residents
0: too. On the last segment, we talked about what's happening in Reno-Sparks area, right? It is, it's cooking. I mean, it's just rocking and rocking. Makes it tough for people that want to buy a home. Um, whether it's investment or primary residence. You look at areas like, let's say, San Francisco, uh, Denver, Phoenix. um, I've been in those areas, San Diego. The most expensive real estate is right near the city center, right as you get close to the center because it's convenient. That's where all the cool stuff is, right? And that's where the values go up, it seems like, the fastest. And then if you want to live in that area but you can't afford it, you move out a little further, maybe a little further, and that's how the suburbs are created of course. Well, I think, you know, Reno is no different. There are people that love to do business and enjoy the benefits of Reno, Sparks, Carson City, but they just can't afford to live there. They look at some of these other little areas that are really close, and we're talking about Fernley right now specifically. The median home price in Fernley is not what it's like in Washoe County. $374,000 for a median home in Washoe County, about the same price, $398,000. If you're looking for Reno or sim- some sim- similar area, including the North Valleys, you're really close to $400,000. You go to Fernley about 25, maybe 30 miles away, depending on which part of it, at the most, instead of $400,000, you are at about 240000 I mean, it's close to half right I mean what a difference how much more could you do with that extra 160 thousand dollars of either cash that you keep or less loan that you have to pay for uh, I mean y- you have so many more options if you look at a lovely community like Fernley. but Sherry every every community has a problem what is the problem in Fernley? I'll tell you what the problem is Sherry the ice cream there is too much good ice cream and i'm afraid if i move there i'm going to gain weight steve's at my favorite ice cream place
2: actually it's that intersection that's a cluster i don't, well, I don't know. mind that i don't know who designed I don't that, mind but. that
0: it's the ice cream it's too damn the good. problem is
2: they're not building any more homes so it's you know it is what it is dayton just approved a new subdivision but it's only like 90 homes so mm. you know yeah, you have to stretch out to figure out what's going on, but there's just not a ton of new home construction in these outlying areas, and that's part of the problem.
0: You, I promise you, if you want to move to
1: Fernley, I will find a deal there. Brian, can you find a deal in Fernley? Are there deals in Fernley? There are, there's new construction in Fernley, too. I mean, I've, I'm helping people right now looking at uh, Fernley, and to look at the square footage and the you know that have a house on an acre with no HOA we talked about not having one mm-hmm. to have an HOA mm-hmm. i mean prime time like you can get out there and you know, what if you could buy just as an example for $400,000 brand new in Fernley which there mm-hmm. are some new homes but their new homes generally cost more just mm-hmm. FYI right. so that's that's what i'm seeing is that i don't i don't see new homes at 2, $250,000 uh, in Fernley but um you could it's like a mansion compared to a $400,000 house in Reno we're on Nevada
0: Real Estate Radio talking about home values, home prices, as, as issued uh, and noted by the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Sherry Hill is with me in the studio from Sage International. Also, Brian Cushing. Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage, one of the top mortgage operations here in northern Nevada. And across the country, too. You, you're not just here, right? you got a
1: lot of areas. Oh, we're all over. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're across the country. Uh, South Carolina, along the East Coast, South Texas. I mean, you name it, because more and more people really are
0: buying properties in multiple states. I interact with a lot of people that have a second home in Arizona or maybe in Colorado or New Mexico. And then there's people that buy rental properties all throughout. One buddy of mine just moved to Arkansas because real estate values were so good there. And after what he told me he bought, I'm thinking that might be a good place for investment properties, too. What do you think, Sherry?
2: Absolutely. Sometimes you have to step out of your own market if you want to take advantage. However, it's good to know your own market. So being a real estate investor long distance can have its challenges. Mm -hmm. However, if you're serious and you want to get started, then, yeah, you got to look outside of of the northern Nevada area right now.
0: With technology, what it is, and being able to see property anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, basically, with some of the applications that are available, uh, I know That uh, I have family members who own property in multiple states they've never really been to the property but they have a great lender they have a great real estate agent and then they're able to see the property over the internet and really just keep up with the neighborhood and what's going on and you know check a lot of the values there if a true real estate investor is a business person so they've got a system and they've got a way to make it happen for them and you can own any kind of real estate and be a real estate investor might be a primary residence to rent out maybe a duplex or a fourplex uh, small apartment building share I know more and more people are, are buying that because with the housing challenges that some people are having rentals are a big value and that might mean multifamily as well but you've got to get started somewhere and I think a great way to start is with a small piece of property primary residence first right Brian that's should be the start and then once you get some traction going and you, know, you might be able to turn that into your first investment property move out into something a little bit bigger And away you go, it's a a really good thing. I know one gent that has, I think he's got right now, 10 real estate properties that he has purchased over the last 20 years and he's going into retirement. This guy has no problem wondering where his cash flow is going to be because these homes, his renters have practically paid them off already. That's what the beauty of it is, is he never even really made the mortgage payments. His renters gave him the money and then he paid the mortgage and there you go. And because he made some really good decisions, He's going to be very successful. I don't know if he's much of a skier, but he's going to be very successful in his retirement because he's got the finances that he needs to ensure the kind of life he wants. Uh, reason I didn't say he was a skier is because he's probably busy working, you know. When oh, skied. right. I so see. Okay. He doesn't live on this. ski.
2: <laughs> I, I miss know, that. It's what I want
0: to do, you <laughs> see. It's just oh, I thought it was because you might break his ear when you get older. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he's got that other angle up his sleeve that he knows about. But it's always, a, it's always a, f- a good feeling when I see somebody who is successful and they say it was because they bought real estate at the right time. It can really change people's lives,
1: Brian. That's probably one of the reasons you do what you do. Absolutely. For the, the, just the household perspective, I mean, we talk about condos or even apartments. Um, having, like, being a father, raising a family, having that household and having that one place that you know, like, I know my kids will finish high school and probably college while I live in the house that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it's taken me a lot of years to get to that point. I think our first home we bought in 2005, and we've gone through. Um, a lot of transition over the years since before starting a family starting a family figuring out where we want to be what school district all that kind of stuff but yeah you really the household formation is uh, i think that's the key plus if you uh yeah, if you're not careful you can raise the kids correctly you don't want them to come back and live with you forever which that seems to be the big trend that uh <laughs> a lot of folks that would like to get their retirement home are still living in the bigger home because yeah. they <laughs> millennials living in the household so maybe yeah. there's some pent-up demand there we get those those guys out in the market buying i think that's a future our future consumers are right instead there. of
2: the in-law quarters it's the child quarters right <laughs> <That was laughs> so and good. it should have wheels <laughs> and then it can drive away yes funny, <laughs> that <funny>. motor home
0: <laughs> the sherry hill radio show is coming up right after this show sherry tell us about your guest that's going to be on
2: oh yes i had a great interview with sam Ha who is the founder of the Alternative Board. And so we're talking about this great organization that helps the C-suite level business owner really grow strategically and create better results because they have some good input and insight from Mm -hmm. others.
0: Great business guidance and advice when people talk with you, Sherry. I'm looking forward to hearing that show right after... Nevada real estate radio so we'll have people stay tuned I'm glad you were with us today thank you Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage has been with us too Brian any final thoughts for our listeners that might be thinking about pulling the trigger on a piece of real estate well we've been seeing along with the prices going up the interest rates going up mm. So, the longer you wait the, uh, the, the more you might have to pay oh my gosh so it's not just the price now we have to watch make sure you're you're keeping an eye on interest rates they have started to drift up a little at a time and you know before long it might Prevents some people from buying the home they thought they could afford, right? Because that means the payments go up every month. So Absolutely. make sure you get in contact with Brian and uh, get, the, get the process started. I'm glad you were with us today, Brian. We're going to put all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Make it easy for people to find you. Cool. Appreciate that. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter Padilla, your host. If you have questions for us, send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. And we'll look forward to visiting with you again next week. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter
0: at